systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Ah, live here in Southern Arizona. Along the beautiful Santa Catalina mountain range. It's pals, Pat and AJ, Pat and AJ podcast. Hello. Another red flag warning today. Red flag. Uh oh. It is windy and oh, dry is it? As Oh, for shit. forest fires. Wildfires. Wildfires. I'm sorry. See, this is stuff now that we used to just, you know, read about. And on the very rare occasion, you would have some kind of residual effect from, but wildfires and these crazy Western fires we didn't deal with. Yeah, when in, we lived uh, in Michigan, Michigan, remember you had um, Michigan and Wisconsin would get wildfire smoke from Canada. Yeah, like like that was the closest we ever you know got to ever like feeling it because you'd see it on the news and obviously yeah. all the destruction and I and I could name all the different big fires that have happened and yada, and yada, now yada. we are actually so close that we could evacuate for one. It is, yeah, <laughs> it is. Our, I mean, our there's neighbor, nothing near us. No, but. no, nothing's happening right now but i know our neighborhood was evacuated two One years time. ago yeah. because of the bighorn fire where is it right now it's somewhere in, in new mexico or southern <sighs> like more south than us i haven't worked in a few days so i've been kind of checked out of the news okay um i know the last bit the one in northern arizona has been contained i know they lifted the evacuation orders i think the one in new mexico was a problem a few days ago i don't okay. know where it's at now there was Let's one see. south of us down in the same county that tombstones in but i think that one they got that one under control because there's not a lot south of us. Yeah, except I was going to say, at a certain point, you just hit fucking desert. So yeah. there's nothing left to there, burn. I mean, you know, burning land is never good, <laughs> yeah. but they're like, there's no structures there's and no dangers. Kindling. So it, yes. it, it helps a little bit. Okay. So you said red red flag alert. And all I thought of was like, I don't know, red flag of what, a job, a date? Red flag. Red flag for like a contractor that happens to live out of an RV. What's wrong with that? Trust me. I've learned you need a contractor that has a permanent address. Do not get one that's mobile. How's everyone doing? You all right? You doing well, man? It's episode uh, 129 of the Pat and AJ podcast. Thank you for being here. Um, I, I'm not quite sure. How many people still smoke? Show of hands, right? Smoking. Smoke what? Well, yeah, I know, right? Which like used to be, you know, that's how the stoners separated themselves when someone goes, Hey man, you smoke? You like smoke what? Uh, but no, like you know, I'm I'm talking uh, cigarettes, right? Who still smokes? Just raise your hand, right? And, and I say this as a former smoker. I smoked from the age of about fifteen to when did I finally hang it up, age? Uh, early thirties. Early thirties. It was about ten years ago. So yeah, about about ten years ago, yeah. right? Um. So it's 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 kind of been out of my ethos for a while, but I you can... You guys should have been around the multiple <laughs> times he tried to quit or said he quit and yeah. I caught him smoking. You know, it I've, was like a cartoon. I it will was... say for a while, AJ <laughs> just likes finding me doing bad shit. It, it didn't matter what it was, whether it was cheating or well, like, yeah. you know, smoking... She was like, I can, I can catch him doing catch dumb you. shit all day. I will catch you doing all this dumb shit. Okay. Uh, yes. Like a lot of, don't, don't shame, by the I'm way. I'm not shaming you like that? at You're all. Like, that's, that's a little bit of a shame no, right no, there. No. Oh, and he tried to quit. No, What, I what you should say is, I should have encouraged you. No, I should fucking yell to be like a mom. It's oh, great. I'm sorry. Oh, now he's going to give me a hard time. No, all well, I was I saying care. is the times I caught you were almost comical. 
So who still smokes? It's been out of my world for a while, but society has changed dramatically. And I've said this, I'm happy that I got out of smoking just as the advent of vaping was becoming a thing. And when I mean it was becoming a thing, when I was getting out of smoking, there were like some, uh, what were they? Enjoy. Those are the ones that I used to get. N-J-O-Y. They were like these little disposable vape and, and they tasted like cigarettes okay and oh were, see that's interesting do you remember that what i was thinking about was um our friend our good friend jesse mm-hmm. he was quitting smoking and he was early on the vaping train yeah remember he had like a collection of different flavored vapes of yeah. all different fruits and and flavors and it was it was so new. I was like, what the hell are you putting in your body? Yeah. Like, what is that, though? Like, I, it's great that you're not smoking, but what the hell is that? You know, and, and, and kind of my thing about the vaping in general, and this is just me. Maybe it's me being old and crotchety. But, you know, back in my day, uh, if you wanted a nicotine bus, you had to deal with the fact that you were smoking. Okay. Yeah. It was disgusting and it tasted bad. And it was, you know, but it was like we didn't have an option to say, can I have cherry limeade yum yum? <laughs> no. Right? Because then you fucking want more of it. Um, I say all this because the FDA has proposed banning menthol cigarettes along with flavored tobacco smokable products. Think like in the world of little cigars that are flavored, right? Um, You mean like the Swisher Sweets? Yes, totally. (laughs) Totally. C- cigarellos, little things like that. Now, I had a boss who used to smoke Swisher Sweets there you go. all day, and he smelled like it, and we would just call him like, hey, what's up, Swisher Sweet? <laughs> it was so gross. So the FDA is, you know, calling for a band of menthol and the flavored stuff. And you may kind of say, well, okay, I mean, haven't we already kind of gotten past that about... Tobacco's bad for you, and as, as long as we tell you, that's kind of our obligation. Yeah, I don't think you'll find a smoker who says <laughs> that, like, this, that smoking cigarettes is good for my health. You won't find a smoker that says that. However, a lot of people still smoke. Now, here's the next thing. Out of the people that do smoke, I want you to, to think about this, or folks who have smoked in their lives. I want you to look at the cigarette that you smoke right now, the pack, um, or think about the ones that you used to smoke, right? What are they? Are they tobacco flavored, right? I'm talking Marlboro's, Winston, you know, regular old tobacco. Uh, or were they menthol, right? Are they Newports, Cools? Okay, you did that? Great. Now I want you to look at the color of your skin. <gasps> what? And did you know that those two things are very correlated? In fact, upwards of 80% of menthol cigarette users are African-American. And this is due to aggressive marketing tactics that first emerged all the way back in the day, back when, you know, we could market tobacco. Dude, I I shit you not. We don't do that anymore. We we market pills and medications, but you can't market cigarettes. That's weird. That's weird enough. Um, No, I remember an advertising class I had in college. It was the first time I had ever been aware that companies market towards certain ethnicities and cultures of people. That's crazy. You never knew that? No. And they showed an, a McDonald's ad where they're like, at that time they were targeting minorities. So they were having like African-American families in the commercials. They were making, you know, McDonald's hip and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, this is their, this is who they're advertising to. And my mind was just blown. I'm like, that is 
fucked up in a weird way. I don't know. I don't know what what it is, but I didn't. I I didn't even know that menthol cigarettes advertised anymore. African American men are the leaders of dying of lung cancer in our country. Ugh. And. I mean, it, it, it was always pretty well known. And again, it's just because, like, I didn't grow up like AJ. I just grew up in this really world weird, diverse, big city. It was always pretty well known that the white guys smoked Marlboros and the black guys smoked Newports. See, I, I didn't know that. I wasn't. I there mean, was. I remember from a kid, there was a very racial disparity where I knew, like, this is going to sound terrible because we were in high school, but stick with me. I knew, like, in high school. If you're hanging out outside and say, like, I I saw one of the, uh, I don't know, one of the headbangers, one of the stoners, right? He would never go up and ask for a cigarette from one of the black guys because he knew the black guy would have a menthol cigarette. Huh. Vice versa, the black guy would never go up to the punk rock kid and say, hey, can I bum a cigarette? Because he'd have a Marlboro Light and he really wanted a cool. God, I had no idea this was a thing. I mean, my entire family smoked and they smoked indoors. What they smoke? What they smoke? And that's what I was just going to say. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I know my grandfather smoked pipes, so he smoked tobacco, and that was something like I never really understood. Like I would see him packing his pipe, but I never really got it. Although I do remember he he always had like tobacco, like kind of in his pockets or on his clothes. Like he was just covered in it. I don't know what my grandma smoked though, or my uncle, but they all just chain smoked inside. Um, the tobacco industry has historically heavily marketed menthol products to communities of color and other minority groups. Only 30% of white smokers choose menthol. So is that why this why is, is it? I mean, why is that? Think about that. What's, what's the image of the Marlboro man? Go. Oh, it's a white cowboy. Right. He's, he's on a fucking horse and he's going through Montana. It's true. I guess a black guy really wouldn't want. Does the black guy want to be the fucking Marlboro man? No. I'm living in fucking Philadelphia. Meanwhile, look up. But now, listen, it's 2022. We have little Nas X now. So, (laughs) meanwhile, look up right now. Go on your fucking YouTube. Have fun. Look up 1970s cool cigarette commercials. They're hip. They're black guys. Hey, man, want to be cool? Stop the fucking Marlboro, man. So then you tell me if the guy hanging out in Iowa in the cornfields looks at that cool ad and goes. I want to be like that. And guess what? Here's the thing. He doesn't. You know why? Because he doesn't see that advertisement. Oh, yeah. That advertisement only goes up in minority areas. You won't see a fucking Marlboro man on the south side of Chicago, but you used to see all the Newport fucking uh, billboards. So on the tail end of this is also a product that kind of lives in the same world, which are flavored tobacco Cigars. Okay. Like you were saying, AJ, what? Swisher Sweets. Swisher Sweets. Cigarellos. <laughs> I'm going to ask you right now, what was the race of the gentleman you were talking about? He was white. He was a white guy. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Good for him. Breaking he stereotypes. Passed. He has passed. Breaking stereotypes. Probably lung cancer. <laughs> um, these also, if you would be shocked, are also heavily marketed and mostly sold in minority areas. Now, by the way, minority areas also, because I always try, try to remind people it's less uh, black and white and you know, brown and yellow, more than it is rich and poor. It's economics. It's very economics. If you're poor, you are probably going to be marketed a menthol product or, you know, a flavored cigarello or something. You know, that's interesting because the house that we moved into when I was in high school, 
It was in a suburb of Milwaukee, but it was literally one street away from the city of Milwaukee proper. And it was clearly like a, an economically challenged neighborhood, like right across the street from us. There were, you know, apartments that had problems with crime and stuff like that. And I remember going into the corner store there, ironically, to get cigarettes for my sister. There you go. And they had the entire display case was full of like cigarellos and Swisher Sweets. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, who smokes those? Had you ever seen those before, right? No. Yeah, exactly, right? It was just so weird because- You see that shit in certain neighborhoods. You know, I was just learning. This was literally a block from where I lived, but it was just, it was that much of a divide. So besides the implication that minorities have been more affected, right, by menthol cigarettes- it's also kind of the ongoing um, thing with the vaping in my eyes, which is it waters down smoking. Yeah. Menthol is an additive that makes it uh, minty. It makes it basically less like combustible smoke. Yeah. Right? Because when you're smoking cigarettes or smoking whatever you're smoking, you're taking a natural matter, you're combusting it with fire, and you're inhaling what you've combusted. Right? So that's, that's what you're doing. And with menthol or flavored products, what they, they take a little bit of that edge off, right? Now you could argue, okay, is it about kids? Are we trying to market the kids? Yada, yada, yada. I don't know. But this That's is one thing you really don't see anymore is young, oh, yeah, we're so done young people smoking. I mean, the people who are still smoking yeah. have been smoking and aren't going to stop. You don't, although, you know, you don't see a lot of new people smoking. Although we've seen, obviously, Jewel's already gotten caught in shit for, you know, I think they got popped by California for all their marketing practices. Yeah. The same thing. They were marketing, they were marketing to, kids. to like kids. It was like, hey, you're 14. Get a Jewel in your hand yeah. right now. So, you know, this this has been kind of happening this week. And again, it's weird for me because I don't smoke anymore. So it's so far outside my realm. But I will tell you what, for the first few years of my life, and oddly enough, this is when I probably hung out with the most diverse crowd, I smoked menthol cigarettes. And I also probably grew up like a little, you know, lower middle class. So, I mean, I don't know, were, were we the fucking poor people? I hope not. I would say you and I were de- <laughs> I, you were definitely lower middle class. But yeah. my first round Both of smoking of uh, between the ages of 15 and 18 were menthol cigarettes. And I'm trying to think what that would be like if I was a menthol smoker. Because I, I was that way, right? Like if you had a Marlboro Red and I really needed a cigarette, you'd, I, you'd smoke it. I still wouldn't touch it. Oh, you wouldn't? No, it, it tastes disgusting. And like regular smokers, all cigarettes I know, taste a, disgusting. AJ has no idea about this, but I'm telling you, smokers right now, you're all nodding your heads because you know if you, I know this is something I, yeah, I can't, you don't get right. I don't get it, and because the first time I ever did smoke, I thought this is gross, but I look so cool with a cigarette in my hand. <laughs> but oh my god, I can't believe people put this shit. It, it was one night in like yeah. tenth grade, can you and it never date, happened again. Yeah, can you please date that? Like, like like tenth grade. Tenth grade. Do you know what it was? Is my friend and I we had fake nails from homecoming, yeah. so we felt like badass with our uh. cigarettes. Um, but still, I looked at her. I'm like, this is just like gross, icky. I remember my I, I was dating a girl, and we went to her junior prom, and she was wearing these very long gloves oh. that were her mom's. And she would then subsequently have to take them all the way off when we go outside to have cigarettes because yeah. she didn't want the gloves to, to smell, smell like, like smoke, smoke when yeah. she gave them back to mom. Things you do when you're 16. Um, so are there people angry about this? See, and like that's where I'm trying to figure it out because one, like I said, I'm not in that world. Um, but two, I'm trying to think like, what would it be like if I smoked fucking Newports every day and that's just what I do. And yeah, I know it's bad for me, but it's my vice. We all got something. And all of a sudden now they're saying that's, that's nope. 
you don't get that option anymore. Like it's it's it it shows the duality of all of us because half of me is like, well, yeah, anything we can do to restrict tobacco use because it is a terrible. It's bad for everybody. I mean, it kills you. There's no other way, shape, or form around you. I get that. But then there's also like this, you know, half of me, like Mr. Libertarian Pat coming out going, well, fuck, you know, let live and let live, like let people do whatever they want to do. And who am I to step in their way if someone wants to make this? I mean, I do think we are way past the days of people suing, um, you know, uh, cigarette companies because their loved one died of lung cancer. Everyone's in the know now. If you smoke, you're in the know. It's not a secret anymore. Yes, Yes. But the first tweet I saw about that story was. What's it from? Um, I don't remember who it was, but the first okay. somebody I follow, they said, you're going to make a lot of people mad. Yeah. And I looked at the tweet and I said, huh, that's not what I was expecting to follow that statement. Like, yeah, they should. But I say that as a non-smoker. It's yeah. Just- you say that as a non-smoker and you have to think too, why well, tobacco use and a lot of things, right? We can get into it with like fucking lotto and beer sales, all that. You know why? Why they're really high in economically challenged areas, right? Because it's a small, um, it's a small dopamine bump. Thank you. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like if I got nothing, it's if, an affordable way yeah. to boost your spirits right? for a few minutes. I don't have an option to go on a fucking two week vacation yeah. in Hawaii. I don't have an option to take a day off work because I'm working two jobs yeah. and I work every day of the week. The one thing you have is you go outside with that cigarette and yep. you light up. You got yourself 10 minutes of stress relief. I get it. Yeah. I've been there. Right. So half of me is like, well, fuck, it kind of sucks now that these people were unfairly targeted, and now we're going to fuck them again one more time on the way out. Like, yeah. oh, sorry. Sorry we got you hooked on this. By the way, you can't have it anymore. Yeah. You think the cartel will get in on that? I feel like anything we ban, the cartel's like, no problem. Well, I don't know. They I, start importing fucking Newports from across the border? I look at it, and I, <laughs> I'm not a comic book person. Yeah. But I would really, you know, they do all these origin stories of yeah. all these these superheroes. Yes. I would love an origin story on cigarettes. Origin. Like just the, sh- like who said. I believe it was Thank You for Smoking. You ever see that film? I think you oh, and I watched that together. It's a good film. I don't remember it. It was a long time ago. It's where Katie Holmes gets naked and yes, Tom Cruise well, got really see, mad. See, that's all you, you remember really is that Katie mad. Holmes oh, gets she's naked. So hot. But I'm just like, just as a non-smoker and somebody whose entire yeah. family smoked. I mean, my family smoked so much at holidays, we would have to go home and take your clothes off immediately, put them in the washing wash machine. Them. You have to wash your hair That's because you, you you would smell like smoke for days. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm not a smoker, but I I understand. Okay. I can't, that's how yeah. I grew up. I was an 80s and 90s kid who was inside while her grandparents chain smoked. Yeah. Who the hell? And I feel like it goes back so far that you can't even touch it. Who the hell sat down and said we should make this thing? Full of menthol and yeah. formaldehyde, and it'll make people feel so good they can inhale well, it in their lungs. I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's books. Like I'm sure right now someone's sure screaming like, "Oh, there's this, there's this." Because yeah, I mean, there was a definitive time. There has to have been when tobacco became more processed, yeah. right? To, to to use a word that we all know, right? Like you know when you're eating a real chicken patty versus a processed chicken patty. They're two different things. I have to assume there's a somewhere there's a a scientific jump, or there's someone figures out something and it goes from just we smoke them peace pipe right because folks have been smoking tobacco yeah. since there have been cavemen around this bitch okay who, who decided to put formaldehyde right? in those cigarettes somewhere <laughs> along the way who they're figuring shit idea. out i don't fucking know i think about that about a lot of shit i know i do too i i think about how did this all begin like think about i want to know from the beginning when's the last time you watched a national geographic <laughs> it's always that geo they're like the drug channel now by the way it's all they do animals and drugs 
I was watching Nat Geo. When's the last time you watched one of those specials about like cocaine? And they always show you where cocaine comes from. And it's from, you know, the jungles and there's these fucking plants. And then they Coca? do and then they do nineteen fucking thousand things to it. <laughs> And I'm like, who the fuck was the first guy to go, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to just do all this shit to it, and I'm going to turn it into a powder. It's not a cake, you guys. Right? Like, who the fuck did all these? But I, you know, The shit they put in that nowadays. That was the one thing my mom always (laughs) would say is she's like, they put formaldehyde in cigarettes. Yeah, that that was was, a big one. I'm like, what is that? Do they? I mean, mean, that's the, I don't know, do they? Well, they used to. I don't know if they do anymore. But that's the shit they pump into dead people. Like, what freaking funeral director was sitting around saying, you know, it would be awesome if I put some formaldehyde in this cigarette? Like, how, what? Oh, my God. Like, it's just beyond me. That okay. could be old. They may have taken it out. In case you're wondering, uh, smoking rates in the U.S. reached an all-time low in 2018. That's good. I wonder how many fucking people went back to smoking during the pandemic. How many people had, like, 10 years clean, and you're like, fuck it. I'm going to prime me a carton of fucking Marlboros. And listen, I, Pat and I both have addictive personalities. Hell We've yeah. had our issues with stuff, so we are in no way shape I like or stuff, perfect. yeah. And there are a lot of people who went back to that stuff during the pandemic because it was stressful as shit. I got to find this out about formaldehyde. The formaldehyde. Uh, FDI, uh, FDA predicts that an elimination of these menthol cigarettes could lead close to 1 million people to quitting smoking which includes 400,000 Afri- African-Americans within the first two years. So, th- so they predict that within the first... So if you take menthols off the fucking shelf, they say they can get 400,000 African-Americans done in a year and a half. See, I'm still having... That's crazy. This, what's crazy, I'm on the, um, the cancer.org site, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm getting mixed messages. Some of the chemicals found in tobacco smoke I See, do feel like a, I feel like a lot of it was also our moms trying to scare us if they were non-smokers. Yeah. So that's why the the formaldehyde thing. See, I'm weary it's of not. It's not a myth, not, but I don't think it happens anymore. They the, the other things. See, this list is like totally. I mean, I mean, different. there's tons of bad shit in there. Yeah, we the know hydrogen that. cyanide, so ammonia. That's it. Cyanide was the other one. Jesus Christ! I know, right? Like, who thought all this shit? Dude, up? This is why we have a poison control mm-hmm. center. All that shit under your sink. You're not supposed to ingest. But like, not even in a cigarette. I legitimately mean this though, because we've done this before, where we take things away. Yeah. Do we legitimately think no that they go away? No. And I think again, since you brought it up, the pandemic has proved that um, the government can tell you, "Hey, that's really bad for you." Yeah, you do well, whatever you the fuck you want. People will still do Look, it. Like that's, that's the war. They on... told people to stay inside and yeah. put on masks, and yeah. they were like, "Fuck." you and my freedom and they went outside and got covid so you you can do this it doesn't mean it's gonna go away i mean i i get where you take it off the shelves right and okay but you know but aren't you then more afraid of where people are going to get that that's that's what i'm thinking and what is in it or or is it that now and i swear me and aj or i've been doing it and she just sits around me and laughs i watch these stupid border shows like these border patrol shows i kind of like them they're fascinating and i watch this one in the uk and I forget, it's, it's a little bit older, but it's right around the time when 
something changed with a bunch of taxes. Okay. And apparently it became very economical to get cigarettes outside of the UK. Oh, okay. Because on, on the show he's watching, yeah. every episode has somebody trying to smuggle Fucking, like copious yeah. amounts of cigarettes and, into the country. I and mean, we're like, cigarettes? It's like it's like your grandma. Like grandma from from Liverpool goes on holiday to Spain and comes back with, with a like, suitcase full of cigarettes. Just fucking 50 cartons yeah. of smokes. So I feel like that's what's going to happen. It, like in Michigan, you're going to hop across the river to Windsor and you're going to pick up smokes, right? And maybe if you're an entrepreneur, you pick up a lot of smokes and now you're smelling men, you know, selling menthols at a little bit. I mean, so basically you're a cartel. See, now we have yeah. a smoking cartel. This is how it works. Nah, you can take them off the shelves, right. but I mean, I don't know. The older I get, the more hands off. I'm just like, I screw know. it. Let people do what they want. They I know mean, what things are going to kill them. Let them do it. I understand a certain amount of people. They play by the rules and they're not on the shelves. They don't have the connections. They don't sure. know the underground, the black market, but I think there's a decent amount but of people. It's not like they're taking cigarettes off the shelves. Just menthol Just cigarettes. menthol. So there are others. So they'd have to make the switch though. Oh. I'm telling you, AJ, you don't get it. No, smokers, I don't. Absolutely. Smokers right now, I just want want you to imagine whatever it is you smoked just the brand if your brand went away you if you're a real smoker i remember you'd get pissy if like you couldn't have your specific yes brand. i uh guilty as charged used to buy cigarettes for my younger sister because yeah. like you said i didn't know where she was getting them because she wasn't 18 yet and you, i was you don't want to have some creepy guy exactly take advantage of her yeah yet. and and you know get bummer a cigarette that's got something real bad in it so i'm yeah. like i'll freaking go and hers were newport lights I okay think. so menthol yeah. yeah and she she would get she's like if they don't have them i don't want them she yeah. literally was like don't substitute anything else yeah and, and again and this may you know we've had two stories now myself and my sister-in-law that besides the minority communities youth were huge on menthol because again it doesn't taste like cigarettes so i don't know it's 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 proposed i don't you know how this shit goes in our fucking government i don't know what the fuck happens now and if if, if anything actually happens i think what they do is they tell us they're gonna do something and then like half the country's happy half the country's angry and then they don't actually do it so forget it Hey, what happened? You got hung up in traffic? I was... There it goes, a home I was taking this test. A driving test? No, a smoking test. What for? You know how to smoke. They're testing the cigarette. Capri. It's one of those long ones. It's menthol, but not too much menthol. Here. I don't smoke menthol cigarettes. But okay. In tests all over the country, thousands of menthol smokers preferred Capri filter longs more than two to one over their present brand. You're right, Charlie. I like them. How you doing, old lady? You all right? How them knees? Um, I'm actually feeling really good, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Hey, everyone. Can we congratulate AJ? She uh, was at a dance competition this entire weekend. No, and- not, not just one. It was three separate competitions. But under the same, like you weren't traveling. Oh, no, it was in Tucson. Not like Friday you were in Scottsdale and Saturday you were in Phoenix and Sunday you're in Tucson. You've been going, there's been one, what do you you guys call them? It's called a fesh. A fesh. F-E-I-S, fesh. Uh, Fesh is the name for an Irish dance competition. AJ, as we know, adult Irish dancer. Um, So you did a fesh. It's a local fesh. It's it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it was hosted by my school. So, so this is like your. This, these yeah, are big. What, listen, yeah. these are big deal, guys. I don't know what to tell you. These are the big. This is like the accumulation of the hustle, right? Like yes. you can't have the hustle of Irish dance without the big fucking competition. Yeah, yeah. So tell me um, about your fesh. 
and tell everyone how you placed. Oh, do I have to? I really yes, don't you did to. good. Well, you stopped no, this. Didn't. You stopped um, this nonsense. Friday night, um, we, it was one dance. So, mm-hmm. um, but they had to. That's how they split the weekend. Okay. Um, ironically, uh, one of the judges <laughs> had his flight canceled, so we only had one judge on nice. Friday night. Which you know, I think one of my teacher, I overheard him saying, "This is the most like manageable catastrophe," because it was just like the guys, like I just got off the plane, but I'm at the airport. They had a judge. So we all danced, and I are the judges. Uh, just so I understand the complete hustle, are the judges like certain qualified people? Like, oh like, yeah, okay. So you I couldn't that, judge yeah. it. Oh no, you know the test that I have to take to become a certified yeah. Irish dance teacher. Okay. You take this after you take that. Gotcha. Okay. So they are not only like they, you have to be, I believe, a TCRG okay. before you can be a judge. See, these are all the things I don't fucking know. I I think it's like I don't even understand it. I'm okay. I'm like looking into doing it myself. I don't get it. Okay, so all right now now that we know that, so Friday a little bit of a catastrophe, but you dance and you compete. I did. I came in third place. She came in third. We all please, AJ. I came in third out of nine, so that definitely wasn't bad. So you did well. Yes. Um, And then you went back again on Saturday. Yes, Saturday was a shit show. And not just for me, for a lot of people. um, Because really, like, everybody got out of there on Friday night after nine. And then had to be back. A lot of us had to be back at 8 a.m. the next day. Okay. So you're, like, jazzed from the whole night. A lot of us hadn't eaten dinner. You know, we all went to bed, but we didn't really sleep good. So everybody, it, it, people running the fashion, everybody showed up on Saturday like a zombie. Like, yeah. and I just like physically, I'm like, I am not up to par. Like, I, I hurt in the way that I'm tired. And yes, I did not place on Saturday. I forgot how many were in my competition. I think it was, I don't know, it was like eight, nine, maybe. So okay. I, I didn't place at all. Were these like state, like people from the area, Tucson, Arizona, people flying in from Canada? Tell me. There were, it was mostly dancers from our school because it's local. Okay. But we have a huge adult class. I mean, like so big that they might have to split it because there's not enough room in the studio. Um, but there were a couple of dancers who, a lot of them come in from California here. They'll drive from LA and stuff. That's usually where we get dancers from is, is California. Some come from Colorado. Okay. Um, so there were a couple of other dancers from other schools. Saturday was the big day. Um, not everybody danced today. A lot of people had to fly home, drive home. So the competition today was smaller. I mean, this is Sunday. We're recording God, I, this. Yeah. I, I, I keep forgetting you were there. Like you don't understand. I've been, by the time I wake up. I'm done. For my day. She's already like wrapped up and calling me I'm like. I'm taking my makeup off, man. Yeah. I'm ready. She's already calling me like, hey, I'm coming back. Do you want breakfast? And <laughs> so you're doing all the, and, 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 and by the way, working on top of it. She's doing well, that. I'm working like, today. You're, you, you know, in the morning she's dancing. Then, you know. Just, it's just today. I'm not some sort of so superhero. You listen to her. Listen, she can't take any fucking praise. So I did not place on Saturday, okay. which was not unexpected. Also, the problem on Saturday too, and this happens at every fest. You just have to figure out where the problem is. Mm-hmm. Um, the stage is slippery and people slip and fall. And that can, I mean, it can disqualify you based on injury. It can DQ you if you don't want to try it again. Yeah. But like we figured out on Saturday, people were falling left and right. So it was, it, it really messes you up watching dancers bust their shit. Sure, it's psychological. Yeah, right? and you're like, so like I learned from, uh, her name is Pat Hackett. She is, she won't tell anybody her age. But she is a senior Irish dancer, okay. and she is like well known in this region. People know they call her Party Pat. Which, she, which by the way, I love the fact that she doesn't let people know her age. Yeah, she said. I love that. Her uh, and <laughs> quick story behind it. She said she went to a funeral for a friend, yeah. and nobody she'd never told anybody her age. And at the funeral, they finally said her age, and she goes, "Everybody was shocked." 
They didn't know she was that old. Yeah. She goes, that's what I want for me. So she doesn't tell anybody. Such an older lady type thing. Oh, it right? was so great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like people were falling left and right and you're watching them and you're just like, oh my God, I don't want to fall. And Pat has said, I don't watch my competition because I, it, it really psychs you out to watch other people go before you. So, yeah. um, but then I danced today and I came in fifth. There you go. Good job. Good job. It was a pity trophy. What are you talking about? <laughs> so you got fifth today and you got third on, on Friday. On Friday. It's not bad. That's two places out of three. It's really, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of questioning. Like, you're everything. on the stand more than you're off the stand. Uh, yeah. Well, no, fifth place didn't get the podium. I was next to the podium. You were next to it. You were close to it. <laughs> so Friday night I was on the podium. That was very exciting. Yes. But... I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out where I'm going wrong with my dancing. And like, it's been a hectic month. It didn't help. Like I went home to visit. I missed class a couple of weeks because my work schedule changed, yeah. but I was still practicing. And so I'm like, oh, what do I need to do differently? Because I, my next fest is coming up in June. It's in Scottsdale and I, I want to do better. I really do. And I'm trying to figure out what, what that looks like. Got to take out some of the other dancers. Nancy Kerrigan stuff. <laughs> you cannot do the floral do that by itself. <laughs> you you have never said there were girls like running off and crying or limping away. It was terrible to watch. <laughs> that happens a lot too. You guys gotta figure that out. It happens in every fesh. There's just always a slippery spot on the stage. And let's be honest, like this isn't this isn't the fault of the fesh. It's not. It, yeah. This is just the dancing. You know, a lot of girls go up on their toes. We're basically wearing socks up there. When our soft shoes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no traction with your shoes whatsoever. So it's what just about, kind of a, Hold on. This is, see, this is the way I look at it now because I watch uh, shows about, you know, people, invention, uh, inventions, and they make stuff. You got to solve a problem, right? Yeah. If there's a problem in society, figure out a way to solve it. That's your invention, even if it's small. So no one's developed some kind of a portable, like, dance floor that's grippable. Okay, so there are portable dance floors. Yes. Ridiculously expensive. I'm sad that I didn't figure that out a long time ago. I would have gone into business. The grips, though, here's what I'm I'm failing. You put grip tape down? Well, so we put tape on our shoes. We put, um, like, black duct tape on the tips and the heels of our hard shoes and on your soft shoes because they're supposed to grip a little bit better. I've never really found that it helps that much, but it, it's also kind of peace of mind just to have them on your shoes. Mm-hmm. My thing with the gripping floor, though, is that the floor is meant to be sprung, so it's not just a flat, like, your bathroom floor. Like, when you dance on it, there's a little bit of give. And it's also the sound that comes out of it, because a lot of Irish dance is hard shoes, which makes the sound. So I'm wondering if they can't make a floor that grips, but that also offers like a, like the, the same sound. That you yeah. Need. So I don't know, but you know, if you can figure that out, let's make a million bucks. I'm all about do it. Do you have fun? Do you have a good time though? I did. I did. I, like I said, I'm, I'm frustrated with myself cause I need to know what I got to do better. I, I almost, I mean, honestly, I'm I, totally having the, am I too old for this no, 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 moment? No. And I'm, I'm not, I know you're that. not, but I can tell you at least from my point of view, probably the first thing that you can do to address it. And it's, it's a big issue, right? Which is, you just got to put in the time. Yeah. Which is the hard, I mean, AJ, what did your, uh, what did, I, I don't call him Dojo Master. What's his name? What's his, what's his, what's his title? Uh, he's his, our TCRG. He owns the studio. Okay. So you're. He's you, a teacher. He's, owner. yeah, the big one up top. What'd he say? Like, Miss, <laughs> what was your name? Oh, uh, on Friday he said, hello, Mr. Class Dodger. There you go. Class Dodger. <laughs> well, because again, my, I used to not work on Tuesdays and I could go to class Tuesdays, sometimes Wednesdays. Yeah. All of a sudden, over the last two months, I work Tuesday nights. 
And there are, I mean, I work a lot of nights unexpectedly. And then I'm like, oh shit, I can't go to class. Mm -hmm. And so I missed, I think, two weeks of class. The thing is, though, it's not like I was learning new dances. This was just drilling the stuff yeah, I already but know. That, I mean, I there's a reason it. why. I know it. You know, there's a, I mean, let's use basketball right now. We're in the playoffs. Congratulations to the Bucks. And Go Suns. Bucks! Bucks and Suns both advancing out of the first round. Um, but, I mean, there's a reason why those guys do, you have practice and you run drills all the yeah, fucking time. You just need to do that so it I becomes know. just second nature. And But now with that, I say you're working more. Um, and the studios on the opposite side of town. It is. It's, it's 45 minutes 45 away. minutes there, 40. So you're an hour and a half in. It's at least three hours to schedule like a private lesson. Yes. And that's some, how much of your time's taken and up. And that's, I mean, that's a lot. That's hard to do when you are a working mom. So I, yeah, I, I realize, and you know, I think Pat has said that, Party Pat has said that. <laughs> she's like, I'm retired. She goes, I have all the time in the world yeah. to go compete and yeah. practice. And she's like, you don't. And I'm like, I can't wait for the day I can retire and go to class as much as I want and yeah. fetch as much as I want. But yeah, no, it's hard right now. But I, I've made after this weekend, I mean, it was nice. It was nice to be on the podium yeah. for like two seconds. See? A little serotonin nice. boost, right? nice like, to bring ooh. home some hardware. Yeah. So I'm like, I have a kind of a fire under my ass now yeah. for the ones in June. Like I'm really, re and I look at my schedule. I have Tuesdays off like the entire month. So I'm going to every class. I'm going to schedule some private lessons, but I also, I'm 39. Yeah. I got to, I mean, this, my body tells me very quickly when I'm practicing too much. Yeah. Like last week, my body was like, whoa, slow it down slow there, down girlfriend. Lady. Yeah. yeah. So it was, my knees were hurting. I'm like, I took a couple of days off and just kind of, you know, I went through, I, we call it a walkthrough. You walk through the steps. You don't actually dance them, but you just them, yeah. walk through it's them. It's like, so you, know, uh, you, know. you ever see people, um, the uh, watch that Michael Jackson's This Is It, right? It's when they're rehearsing for a yes. big tour, and you see a band of dancers and Michael Jackson walk through a show. We're yeah. not we're not going 100%, No, because right? you'll burn yourself out yeah. if you go 100% every single time. Yeah. So, yeah, I just walked through the dances, made sure I knew what I was doing, um, but yeah, no, I got a fire under my ass. I want to place better in June. So I'm I mean, I thought you did. Off. I thought you did well. I, I mean, good for you, dude. You got out three times this weekend. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I woke up this morning and literally said, this is bullshit. Go back to sleep. I, but then uh, I was like, how good will you feel about yourself if you get three competitions out in one weekend. I'm like trying to convince myself just to get out of the house to go to Safeway, which is a <laughs> block away. It's a, I could, I could, I see it. I can see it you from can my see house. see it from your house. And I'm still like, ah, I don't know about that, man. That's a long that's way. That's a lot of effort. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.